Welcome to another episode of My Hope is Built On with your hosts, David and Dan Ziegler, a show about real people with real stories answering the question, what is your hope built on? May this week's episode bring you some hope. Hi, welcome back again to another episode of My Hope is Built On. And today I'm joined with another amazing guest, uh, Jennifer Sullivan. And Jennifer and I actually connected through Facebook. Um, and I reached out to her because I had an opportunity to listen in on some of the things she was sharing on her Facebook page. And I thought, wow, I think our Facebook listeners would love to hear what Jennifer has to share and also how uh, she handles hope and uh, how she deals with hope. And so, and so I'm with that being said, Jennifer, though, um, kind of tell the audience a little bit about yourself and uh, who you are, what you do and all that good stuff. Um, Well, I am, I guess the The thing that you were listening to that caught your attention is a a series of videos that I'm doing about um, how to basically navigate your emotions in a healthy way. I I came out of a like a a good 10 year depression uh, last year and it has been sorry I'm gonna get like it's been a number one I I didn't have hope before that okay and uh, having hope uh, has changed a lot I I'm now figuring out because you come out of a depression and they're they're kind of like, that seems like the end goal. But the fact is you can't deal with your emotions the way you used to deal with them anymore. Right. You have to deal with, you have to find a different way of dealing with them or you're just going to slip back into it. Right. Mm. So, um, so that's what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm hoping that people uh, similar who have similar problems to me, you know, have kind of gone, gotten on, uh, somehow life slipped away and you feel like there's, there's nothing you can do. You know what I mean? Like that, that maybe you've messed it all up Yeah. and, and like, you, there's no hope, you know what I mean? Like, like exactly what you're saying. And, uh, and I just want to show people that that's not true, that you can change the way you think about things and the, and the way you handle your emotions yeah. um, and do it in a healthier way and not be as scared. You know what I mean? No, I understand completely what you're saying. I really do. Um, well, you know, you kind of teed it up. You already mentioned hope. So when you think of hope, uh, you know, what, what does hope mean to you? I think, I think the first thing is uh, hope is a relief. Hmm. It's a relief from pain. Um, like I said, being in a depression, I, I didn't even really know, notice that, I, not that I didn't notice that I didn't have any hope, but it, didn't seem like if you said to you or said to me like are you hopeless I wouldn't have been like no of course you know at some point I'm gonna this is gonna be better and it's gonna you know but it was always at some point right you know like it was always in the future it's gonna be okay in the future um but I don't think I ever really believed it was going to be right and I last year when I had a chance to relax I mean silver lining for COVID right like I had a chance to actually focus on my mental health yeah um as opposed to running around and trying to fix things with money. <laughs> that was a big problem. Um, Cause when you're depressed, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to hold a job sometimes. Yep. And, uh, and you know, you get obsessed with certain things and that's what my, my, the case was with money for me. I just couldn't, you know, I, I was struggling to, to support myself and that's okay. all I was thinking about. And so COVID gave me the chance to sit down and think about my, my emotions and my reactions and how I was, how I was treating myself. And I was able to start taking action on my mental health. And like immediately the first step 
there was this feeling of relief, you know, mm. like, oh my God, I can do this. Like I can do this. Yeah. You know, yeah. even if you start small, you know what I mean? Just one little small change. Um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's also about trust. Um, you know what I mean? Like I, <clears throat> when you're depressed, you don't trust yourself. <laughs> you don't, you, you don't like yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't think that you can do anything. And if you start with small things and you start building up, you can prove to yourself that it's, it's okay to trust yourself and it's okay to trust that it will get better. Right. Even right. if you're in the place right now, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. And just the possibility of happiness and joy. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that's actually a possibility. Like maybe I don't feel it right now, but I can see I might be able to in the future. So I'm going to ask you the second question. I already have a bunch of questions building up in my head as we're talking through these things, but I'm going to ask you the second one, because I think that'll help me even formulate some of these questions that I have as a follow-up. But uh, so then what would you say your hope is built on then now that you've kind of gone through this? Uh, The possibility of change. Mm. Um, You know, because before I didn't think it could change, you know, I didn't, I honestly, like, you know, my therapist would say, oh, you know, but this can change. You can get better. And I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's been, it, you know, it's, it's a certain way for so long that you don't see the possibility of a change. Um, and that means you have to open your mind first. And that's a hard place to get to sometimes mm. to actually open your mind. Cause it, especially, you know, you can, you can, you, you know, people are smart. They can talk themselves they can come up with tons of ex- like explanations and reasons for yeah. why it's not going to change. Oh, but it can't change because of this. It can't change because yeah. of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so many, like it hasn't changed in the past. So how do you think, you know, I, I keep doing this. How do you think it could change in the future? It's not going to change in the future. Um, and seeing that you can actually make the changes, I think is the key for me, uh, how you, how you're building it. Also imagination. Yeah. Um, once you see that you can change and you start imagining an actual better future for yourself and the things that you want to do, the things that spark your interest and feeling that and like, just honestly, like recently I've started daydreaming again. (laughs) (laughs) And for me, like that's made a big difference because I can like close my eyes and I can imagine all the possibilities and I can actually feel it. And it's like, well, if I can feel that way, like I, it, it attaches you to that future. Right. You know what I mean? And that for me, I can build a hope on that. Like, okay, I can see a different future for myself. So yeah. I can make a few different future for myself. That's really awesome. You know, it's funny as you mentioned all these things and I, and I, and first I got to just go back to the 10 year factor. Okay. So you came out of this uh, uh, for 10 years. So that's, that's like a, that's a long period of darkness really to be in a hopeless state, even though you didn't know you were in a hopeless state. It's a right. long period. Um, and you said COVID was a kind of a pivotal moment that brought you to that point of really self-reflection, self-awareness, and starting to understand a little bit more about yourself and diving in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but was there some catalyst that shifted you there? I mean, d- um, honestly, it was, it was the ability to sit home. I mean, I decided that I wanted to go through, I don't know if you know this book called The Artist Way. No, I have not. Um, it's a book about rediscovering your creativity. I, as a person, I have always been, creativity has been the, at the core of my being. Um, I start, I, I'm trained as an actor. I, you know, I paint, I draw, I do photography, I sculpt, I write. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> I write, That's, that, I do that for a living. 
but um you know I, I make films um you know I do just about everything except for music which I do regret um and one day I will do it <laughs> but it's it, it's just very much the core of my being and I had gotten away and when you're a creative person and you're not doing anything creative that's that's depression right there yeah you know what I mean uh because you're not expressing yourself um and you're not giving birth to all those thoughts and those those ideas um and when, you, when you're creative you have to be doing that it's just not it's not good if you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, so this book is about, it's a workbook. It's a 12 week workbook that uh, is about rediscovering your creativity or reclaiming it or recovering from non, <laughs> non-creativity, something like that. And it yeah, is actually yeah. based, it is based on uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So every week you have a different set of essays to read and then you have some exercises to do. And it's about reawakening things inside of yourself. Um, so I started doing that. And one of the most important parts of it is you journal every day in the morning. Mm. You have to do, there's a certain amount of pages that you have to fill. It can yeah. be la, 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 but you have to, you have to write. Right. And so what I did instead of kind of just writing like that, I, um, I used a book, one of my, a book that means a lot to me. It's called um, the heart of uh, understanding the heart of the Buddha by Thich Nhat Hanh. And it's ba- the basic Buddhist teachings. Um, okay. So what I would do is I would read, read a, a section of it and kind of just write whatever struck me. Right. And um, these things are about, you know, the Four Noble Truths are, are about recognizing that there are suffering in the world, yeah. realizing, you know, recognizing how you're contributing to your own suffering, realizing that there is the possibility of changing and then the steps to changing it. Right. Right. So as I was writing out all the different, like going through the different steps and just whatever was striking me at the moment, I was doing a lot of reflection about the suffering that I was going through. Mm. And honestly, that was like actually working it out on the page was what happened, was was how it happened. I wouldn't have been able to do it without that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really awesome. Because again, that's a, you know, and I think one of the things too, I was just going to ask you is just during this depressive period in your life were you, you were still, I guess what you would call a functioning depressant, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I, to be honest, I had, I've had depression, uh, depressive tendencies since I was a child. Okay. I, um, one of the things I studied in college was psychology. It was my secondary major. And I was, I remember being struck one day I was, I was doing a developmental psych class and they went through the symptoms of childhood depression and I had had every one of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah yeah you know so um you know I've always tended towards that although I'm a weirdly happy person so it's like this weird dichotomy (laughs) um but yeah I mean there there were there were times in my life on and off um where like I couldn't get up or like I seriously considered not getting up and going into the bathroom even like it's just seemed like too much yeah but um I did (laughs) 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 never got that bad but uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was tough and I was able to function. I was able to get up and go to work, do my job and come home for, for, for a while, you know, for a while. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it, something always came up in the end. Did, during this time, did you, were you as transparent? Did it, other people know that you were going through this? I think it was obvious to people, okay. um, especially the people closest to me. I didn't talk about it to anyone. I'm, I'm not really from a talky family. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, that's not something we discuss. I, I, I would discuss it with close friends because I'm, I'm very different from my family in that sense. Um, and I'm a pretty open person. But at the time, like, I had most of my close friends were all across like the world, really. Yeah. Um, Cause I had, I had lived in different places. And so I, my closest friends were kind of across the country and across the world. So I didn't have really close contact with, I didn't have a great support system. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I also felt, you know, when you, when you feel that way, you feel like you're a downer. you like, like every time we talk, I'm going to yeah. be like, Oh, I'm so sad. Like no one wants to hear that all the time, Yeah. you know? Yeah. So I would seclude myself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't get in touch with my friends. You know, and then like, yeah, just things, things snowball out of control. You know, you, the things you start thinking about yourself, you don't think you deserve friends. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you think that, okay, well, I, I gained all this weight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody to see me this way. So you don't go out, you know right, what I mean? Right, like you're right. ashamed of yourself, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, but I mean, I was able to, to function, but I, I was in and out of a depressive state for a long time. Um, but the past 10 years were the 10 years before this, uh, had, had just been kind of a, I mean, you go up and down, but right, right. No, I understand. Yeah. I, you know, and again, I just, and I'm only asking these questions because again, you're not alone, right? That's yeah. Yeah. I'm not, (laughs) Yeah, not alone. And a lot of people do go through this and, and a lot of people are going through it. And sometimes we just can't see because of the mask that they're wearing. Right. Right that prevents us from actually seeing or knowing the hurt that they're going through. And I think a couple of things that you said, or at least one thing that I picked out of it too, is just, you had some friends, but being able to talk to people is, is a big piece of that. But what would you say is probably the best thing that somebody who has some, knows somebody who's going through that, how can they best help that person in, in that process, because take yourself on the other side, you know, you've gone and you, you said, I don't want to sound like the bleeding heart all the time. That's just, woe is me? woe is me? Right. But you, but at the same time, you needed to talk to people. So how, how does a person that might be receiving that from someone that's going through a depressive situation? Um, I think letting them know that it's okay if every time they talk to you, they're depressed. Yeah. And that's tiring, to be honest with you. That's tiring. If you have someone you love who's constantly down on themselves and who's constantly like so upset, it's hard to watch. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's hard to see your, your friends or the people you love going through something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you, yeah. just, you really don't want to do that to the people you love. Um, but building helping to build their self-esteem encouraging them to do one small thing and then just noticing when they do something you know and encouraging them yeah help i mean it's really depression is about anger turned inwards right like it's self-esteem and if you can help someone little by little and and share with them it's okay where you are right now it can get better yeah you know but i mean i i do have to say like sometimes when you're depressed there's that, yeah, nothing not sounds, can, yeah. you know, like I, for me, if someone said, Oh, it can get better. I, I would just think a way around it. Like, no, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, Oh no, you're a good person. No, you're wrong. Yeah. Like, this is why, this is why, this is why. So I think it has to start from within. Yeah. The way, you know, and it, and I think, you know, I'm, my nature is I always just want to try to help that person too. Right. And sometimes that's not even the response that they're looking for. It's being able to just talk 
and share what they're feeling and then being able to offer them that encouragement, but not try to help them fix the situation. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's not going to work. Yeah. (laughs) That'll never work. And that's one of the things I learned, you know, I actually have a son who had struggled with depression as well. And, you know, I'm a faith-based person. So the, the one thing I always would immediately say is something about Jesus or God. And he would say, dad, that's your answer all the time. That doesn't help me. You know, I get it. And I understand that, but I'm not finding it there at this moment. So don't Mm -hmm. give me that answer. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I have, um, I have a, a close relative who's very um, a, a strong believer, which I think is a beautiful, don't get me wrong. It's yeah. the most amazing thing when you can have a, a faith like that, that adds so much to your life and you have a community based around it. You know what I mean? That's amazing that you can do that. But if right. you're not, whenever I would talk to her, it would, it would tire me because I felt assaulted. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay. If I come to Jesus, I'll, everything will be fine, but yeah. you, you're not understanding what I'm saying. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. that's, that's not where I am. That's not what I believe. I mean, I yeah. do believe in something greater and, and I do want to always be in touch with the higher power, yep. but you know, for me, it was, it's just, it wasn't helping. It was, yeah. it was making it worse. It was actually turning me off. No, and I and again, I appreciate that because again, I you know I'm telling you firsthand, I I I understand that you know, yeah. and so I had to learn, uh, I had to learn and become more aware of depression. What is it really that's triggering depression, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. help to then help him navigate through life as in dealing and coping with that depression. And yeah. I think you mentioned the things, you know. Again, it starts with the mind shift, right? It's changing the the thinking. Um, as it relates to that, you know, it's shifting it from the half full, you know, seeing it half empty to half full, you know, and you got it, but it doesn't happen overnight either. You know, again, it does not, (laughs) it's a long process and that's, and you have to be prepared for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't expect it to happen because that was one of my problems too. Like I wanted to be better right away. Yeah. You know, and you have to be okay with where you are now. For me, it just got to be like, this is not working. And if I continue like this, I'm going to be the exact same way when I'm 50, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When I'm 60, yeah. when I, you know, like it, it's going to, at some point it's going to be too late. Yeah. And that sort of kicked my butt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And do you have to remind yourself, you know, I think you mentioned that the book you read kind of follows the AA model, right? Mm-hmm. Which in AA, mm-hmm. you have to remind yourself every day that I am an alcoholic, right? Yeah. So do you have to kind of remind yourself daily that I am a depressive present, but I can't overcome it. Um, you know, something I've discovered, I, I've read, um, a lot of Michael Singer recent recently, and this has been really helping me. He, he does, he wrote the book, the untethered soul and living from a place of surrender. Mm. Um, and what he talks about is allowing yourself to feel the feelings and think the thoughts, but yeah. knowing that those feelings and those thoughts are not you. So you don't have to, you don't have to pay attention to them. You don't have to get lost in them. You can shift your focus to something else. You know what I mean? So you don't push them away. You don't try and stifle them because that that's going to make them stay. You're right. If you don't deal with them, they're never going to go away. Yeah. But as far as reminding myself, I'm depressed probably would be counterproductive for me. Right. What I, I need to constantly find that I need to constantly do is like, okay, there are those thoughts. Hi, thoughts. Yeah. You're welcome to go ahead, stick around. Hello, horrible emotions or not horrible emotions. 
uncomfortable emotions. You know what I mean? Like let's, and then that's another thing too, is like, you have to catch yourself say, cause words are really important, right? How, what you're telling yourself, the story you're telling yourself is what's getting you into these dark places. Yeah. So you have to be aware of what you're saying to yourself. Like that's huge. Yeah. And when you become aware, it's, it's hard to shift your focus and you're and especially at the beginning, you always go back within three seconds, you're back on the depressive thought, you know, and, yeah. and you have to, and it's exhausting. Yeah. You continuously change your focus, especially when you're just because the paths in your brain are worn, worn down that way. Yeah. But when you do make the effort and you continue every time, even if you slip up, don't beat yourself up about it, you yeah. know, cause you will, that's the thing you will. It's not going to be all at once. It's not going to be your, you know, every effort you do is going to always succeed. Right. You learn, right. You learn from failure. Yeah. And you just re remind yourself, okay, this is like, it's a better way of being. And eventually it doesn't, it doesn't even take that long for that part for, for you to be able to refocus. Yeah. You know what I mean? I understand That's, completely. Yeah. No, I, and I, and like I said, I just think it's really awesome because, it, and I'm, I'm writing down some notes as we're talking, but uh, you know, that there is that possibility of change. And I think that's the one thing that you mentioned, and that's a pot and that is a hopeful position to, yes. right. That I think as you wake up every morning and you, maybe you have that thought that, you know what, immediately say, I got a possibility of change that's mm -hmm. available to me. Mm -hmm. And it's whether I allow my thought to feed on my mind to feed on that thought, or I shift that thought yeah. to something that is more affirming of who I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, on, honestly, for me, mornings are the worst. I'm sure I wake up and the first thought is like, why am I even here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and to this day, you know what I mean? Like those thoughts still like getting up is hard for me because it's just like, my first feeling is like, it's pointless. But I've what I do is I journal. Yeah. And like the first thing I get up as I start writing and I and that forces you to think differently. It forces you to complete thoughts. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it always makes me feel better. And if I don't, if I don't do it in the morning, like I feel it during the day. One of the things that I've learned is too, is again, when you're journaling it, are you doing that with some reaffirming thoughts as well? So, um, you know, so like if it's something that's you, maybe you're down on yourself about, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you know, then what are some of those affirming thoughts that you give that are counter to that? Two things. Um, quick, the easy answer is affirmations and it's, yeah. it's, really for me, it's whatever I need to hear. Yep. You know what I mean? Like if, the, if I'm feeling like, um, you know, I'm, I'm the least productive person and I always procrastinate. And I always do this. I always do that. I will write the exact opposite yeah. and write it, write it, write it, write it, write it. Even if you don't believe it, Yep. you know what I mean? You're not going to believe it at first, but you want to keep, because the things you're saying to yourself in your head are also affirmations, yep. you know, but they're negative affirmations. Right. Um, but also when I'm journaling, I, it's scary to face your actual thoughts and, you know, your demons, let's say, Yeah. you know what I mean? And, and you have to be willing to be completely honest with yourself, like completely honest. And on the other side of that fear though, is, is a liberation, you know, like if you can say, like you get to, you get to the point where if you get, you get for me, at least, no, this is true of everybody, you know, <laughs> you get that feeling of like, oh my God, I don't want to write about that. I don't want to write about that. I don't even want to think about that. That's an exciting feeling because that means you're about to have a breakthrough. Yeah. And you force yourself to write about that. And 
all of a sudden, and it, it's honestly, as a person of faith, it's the universe. It's, it's God talking through you, telling you what you need to know. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's not you. The idea just comes and you're like, Oh, Oh, yeah, wait a yeah. second. <laughs> yeah. No, I you know. Get it. So that's, you know, that's yeah, honestly, and I really do appreciate your transparency on your videos. Honestly, I know you just posted a thing that you didn't want people to think that you're constantly sad, you know? <laughs> and so, I did, but, yeah. yeah, but you know, I thought, you know, but it's really good that you're actually sharing your emotions out there because again, vulnerability is very hard for people today. You know, we don't yeah. want to be vulnerable because we're fearful of criticism. We're fearful of that affirmation or the affirmation we may be getting is negative affirmation. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, and, and, you, and then the flip side of that is, is you don't want everybody thinking they need to put you on suicide watch, right? Because <laughs> you, they're worried about you. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, for me, it's, um, I, I really do feel called to these videos. I'm, I'm someone who has never been able to hide my emotions. Like it's forget it. Like, and I tried for a long time, but I, they're, they're always beneath the surface and my surface is very thin. You know what I mean? so they, they just come out and there's nothing I can do about it. So for a long time, I tried to hide it, but that just ends up with more stress. Right. And so finally, I'm just like, you know what, this is just who I am. I'm sensitive and I'm passionate and I'm not going to try and hide it anymore. So I'm actually very comfortable with expressing myself, expressing right. my emotions because there's no hiding them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's good. And though. Yeah, it is. And then, and then coming to this point of wanting to share with people like a different way to get, get through these emotions um, I feel, I just feel uniquely equipped to do that because right. I, I really don't have a problem with the camera. I'm an actor. Like I love the camera. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> you know, even if I, I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm like, ah, you know, like with yeah. puffy eyes and my hair is all over the place. And I'm like, I can't sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah. 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 So I really don't have a problem showing my true self to people because I can't hide it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good you know? though, you know, because there is so many people that are masking their problems that yes. it's, and that's, and that's to me more concerning than anything, right? Mm -hmm. I want people out there to know, like you're saying, they're not alone. You know, these, these are the emotions, normal emotions to go through. And rather than running away from them or trying to suppress them or whatever, pushing them away, you can actually deal with it. Yeah. Did you ever try to deal with it with all, you know, did, did you ever get into an area where you maybe eating became your, your crutch? Oh, or God, any, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So eating was always an immediate dopamine rush. Right. You know what I mean? Like it always made me feel better. But then of course, within, even while I was eating, I'd be like, oh, you're so dumb for doing this. You know what I mean? Like just, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's so messed up. You, you beat yourself up for eating it, but you're just like, you're addicted, honestly, because you yeah. get that like the, and it's immediate, you know, rather than this, okay. In, you know, in several months, I'll be feeling better if I keep thinking, oh, you know, okay. Shifting my focus. That's hard. It's really easy to get some ice cream. Yeah. It's really yeah. easy. To get ice cream. <laughs> yeah. And it's accessible, very accessible. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, and then you end up, in, the thing is you just end up in a worse place, you know, and that's something yeah. I still struggle with Yeah. because you just end up beating yourself up about it. Yeah. And then, then you don't like the consequences of the choice, right? Because oh, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. exactly, exactly. Cause yeah, I, I have a big problem with that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thankfully right now I'm on my way. Um, I've lost about 20 pounds in the past few months. So I'm, oh, that's I'm a, awesome. 
I'm really happy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so it's again, it's it's change, right? You can change. Like I seriously, the stuff I used to eat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all the time. I just it, every emotion, happiness, anger, fear, loneliness, you know, yeah, whatever it is you're feeling, you're like, I just need some ice cream. You know, whether it's celebration, you're, oh, I deserve it, I deserve a treat. <laughs> or or like, oh, I'm so sad. Ice cream will help, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever it is it's the go-to so it's yeah, so, hard it's hard to break that yeah. but you can i am so you can because if i can do it anybody can do it. <laughs> anybody that's so cool i and that really is encouraging honestly and i you know and i think but even the term you can change right you can change yes. that is still scary for a lot of people because they just again so if you were to talk to somebody right now because you depending on the the level of darkness that you're in, in terms of that hopelessness mm -hmm. to hear somebody tell you, you know, you can change. It's like, no, I don't think I can. I'm right. That's, you know, so wh what would you, how would you encourage that person to pivot that thinking? I will honestly, my, my thing is writing in the morning. Honestly, my, I have, so that is it. I, the, the universe put me in a very interesting position recently. I, I became, um, I moved into this house with uh, a woman there who actually I relate to very well um, because I see in her what I used to be going through only more so. Yeah. <laughs> so I think number one, by being an example, you know, I I've helped her a lot by showing yeah. like, this is where I was, but then I switched my way of thinking and now you can see where I am. And it started out She's, she would tell me all like, like, oh, okay, well, you know, I can't do that. I can't, I can't be hopeful. Like you're, you know, something <laughs> like I was special, you know, like some, somehow I'm special. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just like, no, okay. You know, so it, it was over several months, you know what I mean? Of, of just sharing with her and um, talking myself through talking her through emotions and, and showing her different ways of shifting her thoughts, different ways of um, like different frameworks, right? Different yeah. schema, like just, okay, you're thinking about it that way. I get it, but think about it, flip it around and see that this thing over here is just as true, yeah. if not more, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So in order to, in order to, I, I, I've been blessed. I've been blessed to be able to help this person. It makes me feel so good. Um, but also find, yeah. So she started writing in the morning and she's examining herself um, and then also finding, finding books of truth, yeah. you know, yeah. um, whatever, you know, whatever your faith, um, you know what I mean? Like if, if something's true, something's true, you know, yeah. it's, you know, if, if the kingdom of God is within you, the kingdom of God is within you, Yeah. whatever you think, you know what I mean? And it yeah. is, it's there for you to access. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can, you can be one with creation and that's a really joyous thing. Um, so I, I introduced a few, a few things of literature, Michael Singer specifically, right. but I also got her to, um, I, I gave her, I mean, I gave her the stuff that I find useful, the artist way, the Buddhist book that I was telling you about this Michael Singer stuff. Um, and she found, she found that she could relate to a lot of it. Mm. Um, but it's it, it's it's encouraging self-reflection and providing examples of 
being a change that that is similar to the change the person needs to make. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, and I, I actually do coaching programs and stuff of that as well. And so I take people through and obviously the first thing to coach anybody is the, what we call the law of self-awareness and you, in, you need to know yourself in order to grow yourself. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, and, and sometimes it's facing the ugly truths of who we are. Right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but once mm-hmm. we face them, then we actually can now begin to make the necessary changes to start to grow and develop into the person. And I loved how you even said holding that imagery of, of who I can be, the potential of who I am and seeing myself down the road and yeah. being able to step into that. And that's a yeah. powerful thing. Big, big time, big yeah. time. Yeah. And also the, the ability to forgive yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the night I did that was a huge breakthrough. <laughs> um, and I mean, I just want to, anybody out there who, who finds it impossible to forgive yourself, you don't have to do it because you think you deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to think that you deserve it. You have to do it because if you don't, you won't go anywhere else ever. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know? so, and forgiveness is big, it, whether it's forgiving yourself or forgiving anybody that you feel yeah. has wronged you along the way. It's just a huge mm-hmm. thing. I, it, yeah. I, you, I use this quote all the time and it, it, that is bitterness is the poison you drink, hoping the other person will die. You know, that, that quote means so much to me too. Yeah. It just it hits home you know, bitterness, resentment, no one else, but you feels that exactly, you know, so you have to set yourself free from it. And it's hard if you're, if you're not, if you're not, if you're one of those people like me who holds on to not necessarily grudge, but holds on to hurt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're something, you know, it, it, you have to be able to let it go. You have to allow yourself to feel it and be able to let it go. Yeah. No, that's really good. Well, Jennifer, I actually really enjoyed our conversation today. Me I think it's too. been great. This has been fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love your bubbly personality. So you, you're not fooling anybody. You're not depressed in any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a sad person. I just talk about sad things sometimes. Yes. <laughs> we all have sadness, right? We do. We do. We all go through struggles in life. We all we have do. things we're dealing with mm-hmm. and we need to have the ability to share them. So I'm honest. I just thank you for your transparency, your vulnerability in that area. Honestly, that's a, it's empowering for you, but it's also liberating for those that are listening to know that, Hey, you, there is power in this vulnerability. So I I appreciate that. I appreciate your feedback, honestly, because sometimes it feels like, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) So it's really nice to hear that it is helping. Well, good. Well, just, you know, because I, I have listeners out there and somebody you mentioned earlier to me, you do as a career help people who are looking to write their books. Right. I am. Yeah. And maybe, you know, one of the things as I was thinking through that people that might even help a a person go through and process what they're going through is even just documenting their life that brought them to the places where they're at and then walking through that. So talk to people. Yeah. That's specifically are the kind of books that I, that I write. I, I, I help people who help people help more people. (laughs) and less time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a specific kind of book. It's about um, getting information out there that you're sort of an expert on, or you know a lot about. Right. Um, and getting it out there and, and helping change someone's mindset. But it, it uses personal stories to, to, to illustrate the points that you're making. And I have found um, with my clients that there's always a big realization by the end of the, the, the process that they come to 
um, for one of my, one of my clients well, was a soccer player when he was younger and he wanted yeah. to go pro. And it's always been a disappointment to him that he never, you know, he never followed that, right, right, but right. he realized through the process of writing this book that it actually prepared him for the beautiful life that he's living, Wow, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's not a disappointment anymore. It's yeah. a joy. Yeah. So that's the sort of thing when you're examining it, when you're thinking of, again, it's self-reflection, right? Right, right. When you give it a lot of thought, you come to some answers that are very healing. Yeah. No, that's really good. I'm glad to hear that. And so if anybody's out there and, they're, and you're interested, they, I'll put some uh, information on how to get a hold of Jennifer in the show notes. And, uh, but again, I thank you, Jennifer. And, um, you know, I'd love to do this again sometime because I sure. would love to, Dan, this has been a pleasure and a joy. <laughs> thank you so much. All right. Thank you. So everybody listening, stay faithful, stay hopeful until the next episode. We'll talk to you later.